to Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Klegel. Have you been searching for that something within you? The one thing that is designed to bring abundance into your life? Are you not finding it yet? By partnering with God, you are sure to discover the key to living a happier and more fulfilling life. Now, here is Nikki Klegel. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Nikki Klegel. I am so happy that you are here with us today. I am an author, a coach, and a speaker. I'm also the um, owner of Fulfill Your Legacy, where I help people deeply partner their life with God and clarify and define their God-given life purpose and tap into the Trinity in all that offers. I help them reach their goals higher than they ever dreamed possible so that they can live this life that helps them be empowered by the work they do, the relationships they have, and the health they're in. But Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. All right, so the show takes on new shape today, and I'm just going to go ahead and explain that a little bit with you guys. We're still going to have this whole pattern of, you know, let's consider what the problem is first. Let's look then at what the Word tells us to do about these things, and then let's consider what the gift is if we follow what the Word tells us. And last, we have free will. Let's make a choice. We'll always have that, but we're going to break this down a little differently where we take one topic and we don't repeat it for four weeks. We're going to take the one topic. I'm going to bring in one guest that really speaks truth and light into that topic, and then we're going to get to question and answers. So in the first section, I'll just use this, consider the problem, the word, the gift, the choice as a way to really connect and a way to you know, just um, get you going on the right track, get your thoughts in this place. Then after that, what we're going to do is go to Elle. L is my guest today. She's written a book on this matter, and I know that it's really going to inspire us to have hope and teach us some things that we can do to really get God partnered. And then last, we'll get into our question. So what's our matter today that we're going to be talking about? And it is just this idea of no condemnation, no condemnation, that we need to let the grace come in. We're all making mistakes, big and small. And Satan would love to get a foothold on us and would love to prevent us from moving forward and not only living life to the fullest and living a blessed life. He wants that for us. God wants that for us, but also keep us from doing God's great work. God has a plan for us. So let's tap into this problem. So big or small, we know that our mistakes sometimes become our biggest messes. And basically, we often replay them. This is the problem. We can replay them over and over and over in our mind. And then pretty soon, that gets us almost in this place where we feel unworthy. And that... Maybe we feel like even the idea to hope for something more, to um, call on God, we sort of get a foothold on us where we don't even try to do some of those things. We don't dare let a glimmer of hope in. We don't um, think we're worthy enough to call on God. Also, it moves into shame. As we start replaying these things, nobody really wants to think about their mistakes over and over again. It starts to make us feel horrible. And, and then after shame comes guilt. Um, sometimes the guilt comes first and then shame. It doesn't matter. But the thing is, it gets a foothold on us. Another thing is, when we circle things around in our head like this, 
basically, this is what we do, good and bad. We get kind of um, um, uh, conceited because sometimes when we do good things, that goes around in our head and pretty soon we own all that. We get kind of big headed. But same with our, our weaknesses. Those things circle around in our head. Pretty soon they consume us. And this is what we mean when we say we're living in the sin. Where our mind, our heart, mind, and soul get so consumed in that, that's where we're living. And, and there's not growth. And there's not light and healing and all those things in those places. So, so now let's hear what the Word says. So when we look at the Word, and by the way, Christy Kimmy, if you guys listening on Voice America have a desire to get a free download, if you want to go to my Facebook page, Fulfill Your Legacy, so Nikki Klegel, it's my name, Nikki Klegel, and then head over to my um, Fulfill Your Legacy page, that's my work page, but there's a free download there, and you can see all this. It's a really cool tool that breaks it down into problem, word, gift, choice. So the word that we're going to look at is John 3.17. God did not send his son into this world to condemn this world, but to save the world through him. That's, that's our truth. That's when I say, you know, get to give you a little glimmer of hope to let you even think you can call on God, that that's the truth you need to hang on to that can give you this hope because you are not condemned. You have been saved. It's already been done. It's already been done. And God knew when he made you everything you were going to do. I mean, no, he's not happy. Think about us when we screw up, when our own children screw up. We're not happy when they make mistakes and, and fall prey to the world, honestly. But we don't condemn them. Our heart breaks for them. And God is not condemning us. And, and, and Christ did not come here to do that. He came here to save us, right? Okay, so let's break it down just a little bit. So first, let's look at that not condemning. So let's get it clear. Let's get it clear in our heads that we have these three parts, not of this Bible verse. I'm going to read it again. God did not send his son here into the world to condemn us, but to save us through him. So not to condemn, then to save, and through Christ. All right, so when we think of this, um, we've kind of talked about the not condemn. We get it. But now let's look at the saved. So we really need to consider the fact that this is already done. The saving has already been done for us. And so... We sometimes relive sin, don't we? I talked about the beginning where things just sort of replay in our mind. And I, this is um, not theological, but I want you to get this picture in your mind because it helps. So um, we need to know the truth. There's many verses. Peter, you've got all kinds of verses that will affirm that this has been done once and for all. We don't need Christ to go to the cross um, over and over and over again, he, once and for all, right? But when we replay these things over in our mind, what can happen is it's like we're having him, we're putting him through that again, because what happens is we then go down that rabbit trail where things funnel and snowball. So it's not so much that we're saying, okay, Christ, you have to die again for this sin because I keep bringing it up, right? And I live, no, but 
When we replay these things, then new sin comes. It grows. We have to remember everything grows. Light, goodness, God grows in us. But when we start to have that sin, then it goes into another place. Then we don't feel worthy. Then it goes to another place. Then we have guilt. And then pretty soon we respond to somebody based on those things that are trailing through our mind. And then there's sin in that. And it just snowballs. So we have to remember and lean on the fact that it's been done. It's been done. But then I also like this idea of through him. So that's the next thing, through him. So yeah, this is where we get hung up. We keep thinking that we have to prove ourselves. We have to be good enough. We have to, sometimes what we do is we take our sin, whatever we've screwed up on, And we sort of either redo it and we redo it, try to do it right and perfect and and keep trying until we get it perfect. That has nothing to do with the one we did before, but we try, we try this. Or or sometimes we try to find something that's almost equal to it. Um, I, I... I have somebody who hurt someone really badly in in, that I was coaching. And what they did was they tried, they never worked through the processing of that sin. They never let Christ do his work or Christ already did it, but they never allowed it to work in them. So what they did was then they worked very hard at all the other people that they met all the other situations that they had to do to be really good and right with those people. And I, that's sweet. That's where the learning and growth comes in. That's what God does to us. He helps us grow. But it's that one thing. And we have to sort of get to the place where when we've had footholds, setbacks, mistakes, even since big and small, that we do what we can. There's biblical references to make that right, that one Christ already made it right. It's, there's no condemnation. But if we don't kind of come to resolution with that one, it can keep coming up, right? Okay. So then what I want us to do is just kind of think about this place. Um, we're bringing in, I'm going to highlight L, who we're bringing in. So Elle's got a wonderful story. I wish that we could spend the whole time on hearing her story. I'm going to be sending her handles your way. Christy actually is going to be, but um, I want you to go to her page, go to her website, see her story more. But you're going to get a taste of it that, you know, she had something that she did that could have held her back. Probably, I know just because I've read the book, did hold her back. And we'll see how things snowballed. And we'll also see the loving, unconditional grace of God that was there always. It was always there. And for you guys, really, literally sitting here in these places and the people that I coach with, it's here. It's here for all of us. But but we got to step into it. We got to believe it. And how does that happen? You know, first, I have these three different things here. Surrendering, I have down. I have faith. How hard is it to surrender when you don't really have the faith yet? And then also hearing stories and, and, re- and getting yourself combated, getting yourself ready to, to let the healing go then. So first, the beginning part of the work is really just surrendering. So you you just get to this place. Sometimes we get to a place where we're done. 
we're used up, we're at our wits end, we're um, hit rock bottom, whatever it is. Maybe if it's a bunch of little things, it might just be that you're in the place of fatigue. You're exhausted and you're just done living in the world where you're kind of living in the um, consequences and cause and effect of things that you've done perfectly or not done perfectly. But regardless, you get to this place where finally you surrender. And that doesn't even require a whole lot of faith. It's desperation. It's a call out from, from the bottom of your heart and soul. All the, There's so many verses that talk about call on me, ask Sikna with all your heart. That is our prerequisite. He knows our heart. He knows what we know and don't know. He knows how much we've learned being raised. He knows how much the world has influenced us and gotten us off track. He knows all that. We need to get over ourselves and understand that he gets it. He's just waiting for us to call on him. So then we get to the surrendering place. And then I say, how hard is it to lean on him and get this belief and let it really soak in and work when we don't believe maybe all the way? Our faith is small. Well, listen. We need faith like a mustard seed. We need just a little bit. I know that L coming on is going to give you uh, hope. And I know that that's sometimes all it takes. It's just a little bit of hope. But the thing is, there's this word we hear all the time. Two words, blind faith. What does that mean? So that's blind faith is stepping out anyway. You don't see the end. You don't know how this could ever be. But for some reason, you're willing to trust it. For some reason, you finally got into the place where you're going to go all in. And those, I believe, are nudges from the Holy Spirit. We know that, you know, in the Old Testament, they didn't have the Holy Spirit walking and breathing around them, everyone, every single person all day. We have the Holy Spirit living among us. He's whispering to everyone, no matter where their faith is at. We don't always hear him, but he's here helping us, teaching us, stirring in us, planting little seeds, little words. And the last thing, and we only have a couple minutes left, the last thing is I talk about these stories and, um, and filling yourself up and getting yourself in the place where you can then grow from this. And so we'll, in, in the next um, two sessions, so when Elle comes back and then also our question and answer at the end, we're going to talk a lot about how we can then prepare ourselves for the growth, for more of God inside of us. And a lot of that comes with wise counsel, getting around people that are going to keep filling, fertilizing you, filling you up. It comes from getting to a church so you hear truth and you're around a community of believers so you don't feel like this is so weird and and unbelievable. When you start to see God working in other people, you know it is believable. It's happening for other people and it can happen for you. I just... I, I can't wait for you to come back and hear more from Elle. So stay tuned with us. Remember that you can call in at the last section. I'm going to go ahead and read the phone number. And maybe Christy's got it. She can post too. I think it's up at the, up at the top of our feed on Facebook. But the phone number is 888-346-9141. International calls are 001-480-553-5760. Come back at the end of this break, and we'll have Elle here sharing a lot of truth and light with us. All right, we'll see you soon. 
It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com We give all we have to our work, pushing ourselves to be a success. We go the extra mile for our children, giving them every shot at life. We run from one activity to the next, rarely enjoying a meal together. And it's threatening our families, relationships, bodies, and our future. Author, coach, and speaker, Nikki Klegel, developed a proven process for navigating through this life with joy, success, and energy by partnering with God every step of the way. Nikki offers guidance for life purpose, positive self-esteem, successful goal setting, success after setbacks, gaining forgiveness, freedom, and accepting abundance are attainable. This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiKlegel.com. That's NikkiKlegel.com. Have you left the cage that held you back but find yourself in the wild of your life wondering, what do I do now? I'm Dr. Lisa Cooney, and today I'm going to give you the tools to answer that question. Regardless of the issue, your choices of the past no longer need to haunt you. You have the power to change that and to create from a space of fun and ease. How different can your life be? Find out. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Klegel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to Nikki at NikkiKlegel.com. Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot. Hello, everyone. Yes, I am so happy you are back with us on Living Within the Sweet Spot. So I am delighted that you get to meet my friend, Elle Stahlhart-Retzel. Now, she is an author. She's a coach. She's a speaker. I'm going to let her explain who she is and what she does. And then we're going to get into these questions. But it's a complete honor to have you with us. I know you're going to um, leave people with a blessing. So go ahead. Tell us a little about yourself and your book and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. This is this is just such a blessing. I've loved everything you've said. So this is like I've, I'm all about this. So um, I am El Salhat Retzel, and um, I have um, my passion because of what I've walked through is to help women be set free in everything that they've walked through. Because you know when they set me free, I I wanted everyone else to be set free, and so I have. Um, I, that's why I wrote my book, because of the experiences and who I found Jesus to be in the midst of my circumstances. And I want you to find him to be that overflowing life that we talked about in John 10, 10, that I want you to find him to be that overflowing life for you. So I help you walk through the circumstances in your life so that you can experience him, not just know him, but experience him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the transforming power yes. of, of Jesus. Okay, so tell us, hold up your book and tell us a little bit about what that book is and why you're even a subject matter um, personally, as well as um, just because you're an awesome coach and can help them. 
Yeah, thank you. Well, my book is all about my testimony of how the Lord healed my heart from the things that also prepared me to walk through my husband's um, um, terminal illness and death. And it was the Lord healing my heart that allowed me to be able to walk in victory through the circumstances that um, of his illness and death. And I found him to be my bridegroom. And that's why my book is called Bridal Redemption, because he is, we are the bride of Christ and he is our bridegroom. And so it's that intimacy that I want everyone to know is possible no matter what they've walked through, because I didn't know that intimacy because the things that I walked through kept me from knowing him in those places. Um, in 1990, let's see, in 1989, 88, I had an abortion because of where I was walking. I was a believer, but I had an abortion and it devastated me. It tr threw me into depression, but I didn't want anyone to know because that's when we've done something wrong. That's what the enemy does. He tells us you better not tell anyone because oh my gosh, they're going to think you're horrible. So I told nobody, but I stuffed it down deep, deep inside. And I kept on living my life. And the lie that was in the midst of all that for me was that I thought if I never thought of those circumstances again, I didn't think about it. I couldn't. It was too horrific for me to think about that it had no effect in my life. And that is a lie because it has everything affecting my life. I partnered with shame condemnation and guilt and I didn't even know it because that was my familiarity about who I believed God was for me and who I believed I was in him and so it wasn't until I came to a place of different circumstances I had some miscarriages they spiraled me down brought all that that turmoil up that brokenness up because that's what happens I, I want you to know that when you shove it down it doesn't go away but the enemy will find an opportune time to have something happen and speak it to you and it will come back up again. And that's what happened for me. And it spiraled me back into depression. And I was at the point that I just cried out. I could not live in this place because I lived in the closet in, in a, in a fetal position with my Bible, trying to find, trying to white knuckle my way out of the depression, white knuckle my way out of the pain and, and shame and guilt. But Jesus came and met me there. And I still, it still just moves my heart to know how he came and met me and he wanted me to be healed. And so he was the one that showed me the way to be set free. And I had an experience of um, his love for me. He removed the shame from my, from my life and an experience of my love for his love for me that changed everything and completely set me free. And the, what the, what's amazing to me is that we don't know that we're bound until we're set free because that being bound is such a familiar way of responding to ourselves, to God, and to others that we don't even know that we're bound. And so when he set me free, it was like, oh my gosh, I was a bird out of a cage and I wanted everybody to know who he was and, and what he could do for them. So Yeah, that is so beautiful, Elle. Um, I love all, all of your story because so many people are in this place. So many people have done the same thing. Um, so many people have done other things that, you know, they think are equal or worse or whatever. And this is just the way we are. Um, we, we do this, but 
you talked about a couple things I want to point out. One is how I was saying, you know, I, I coach so many people, you too probably, that feel like they're unworthy and they don't know how to, they feel like they have to do something to get this and earn this or believe enough or whatever. And you too then talked about your story really being that time where you were just done with it. You were done for some reason, you surrendered. You didn't have, it wasn't like you had some event where you had all this faith and you just try, You just were done with it. And you just couldn't do it anymore. And so people need to know that. And, and they have to know that this unconditional love came first. This is the second thing I want to point out in your story that I love is, okay, I wish people, but there's a lot of people that listen over and over in many countries. So all of you people listening, we love you. We're so happy you're here with us. And I think there's a reason you're listening. Maybe it's to share with someone else, send this on to someone else if you can. But you, if you've listened to a lot of our shows, every testimonial rings true with one common denominator and it's love. It's unconditional love. So the story may be out of L's where she was at, like literally at the bottom and just desperate for, for help. My story, holding my baby in my arms and just consumed with this like um, love for this baby that I'd really d- deeper love than I've ever felt and sort of getting a glimpse of what God must have done to give up his own son. Like I was thinking, there's no way I could give up this baby. How could you do that? And I think of... um um Oh, beautiful woman that does the the Bible study each morning. Why am I losing her name? Somebody texted there. Um, awesome. Her husband died and she gets up every morning and does his Bible study for him. And I mean, all these people, um, Alex Seeley, um, who's a famous, literally famous um, pastor and hers came out of love, um, unconditional love. And she had self didn't felt she was worthy. So, so this love, this unconditional love, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. It's not about what we're going to do. It's the love. Okay, now question two. I have another question here for you. So this guilt and shame part of your story. So there's a couple takeaways here. I want you to encourage people, um, give them a little hope about your thoughts on guilt and shame. Um, whatever you want to say about the topic. Well, it's definitely not from the Lord. And I think sometimes because we hear those things or we continually have them, you know, going around in our head and we feel bad about something, that that's how God feels about us. But that isn't God's thoughts towards us. And um, you've heard Nikki talk that we need to go into the word. And, you know, our, our circumstances can tell us many things about ourselves and even about who God is. And so we can become that guilt and that condemnation and that shame. But it's the word of God when we begin to get into the word to truly know what he says about us. And that's what began to, you know, continually breaking it off for me. I sought the Lord to see what he said about me, to see what he had done for me. Romans is a very powerful book that continually talks about how there's no condemnation now for those who are in Christ Jesus. And, you know, God never would condemn us. He only convicts us. The Holy Spirit only speaks of those things so lovingly and so wonderful. But when we are under that shame, shame tells us that we are bad. It doesn't talk about that our situation or what we did was bad. It says we are bad. And that's exactly where the enemy wants us to be, thinking that we're bad. It separates us from that intimacy of Jesus. And so the healing 
needs to come first. To really have that intimacy with the Lord, we need to have that healed heart. That is the basis for um, the intimacy that we walk through because otherwise it keeps us out of experiencing him in those situations. Yeah, yeah. I love how in the first part I talked about, okay, now what can you do about it? And then she reinforced it here that, you know, we need to get ourselves truth, get get to the get rid of the lies and start getting to the truth. And we know, you know, getting to, to church, it's hard to get to church these days. Our schools plan events on Sundays. Um, our kids are, are going to another county for a soccer game. Um, you know, we are so privileged and blessed in this country that we have homes and on lakes and golf courses and other places. And it takes us away from our church community and just that, um, the gift of community, um, having people to lean on, hearing their stories, hearing truth in a sermon. But if you miss, you know, podcasts, and there's so many wonderful podcasts out there, music that feeds your soul. You know, we talk a lot about planting seeds. You know, when you're new and starting out, there's a difference. You know, as you start to get seasoned in your faith, you know, you crave more and more, deeper and deeper. Don't sweat it. It's not like that's more valuable than than the love that you're going to feel um, in the very beginning. But Get fulfilled, however it works for you, as long as it's true. So beautiful praise music and whatever the nature, if you know that it's of God and you're grateful in those places, get get whatever you can. Mm -hmm. All right. So, so Elle, then I also have this idea that you maybe have a process for helping people sort of get to this place or when you work with people, is there sort of a, a process that you take people through? Yes, um, because I believe the first step that we need, because it was my first step in understanding um, the Lord's love for me, was to understand that there is a difference. I need to take um, of what I know to be true and what I'm believing to be true. And sometimes we'll say, well, I know that. I know that. You know, we'll say, well, Jesus loves you. I know that. But we need to separate and, and come to go through a process of seeing what we really are believing. And we can do that when we look at our words, when we look at our actions, the results and our responses. Those are what really reveal to us what we're believing. And so that is helping us to discern the areas of our life that we're not trusting and believing the Lord so that we can go to the truth. We can, you know, I help you walk through um, understanding what you are believing about God in that situation. You know, are you believing that he is good? Um, If we don't know that he's good, we're not going to trust him. I'm not going to let you have my life if I can't believe that you're good. So, so that process, everything begins with that process. And Mm -hmm. then we work from there um, from that discerning, but um, I, we have to have that firm foundation of knowing that he's good and, and that yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, you know, I like, I think it was at the very start of your story that you were saying, you know, we don't even recognize him. And if we don't, yeah, if we don't know him and we're not getting to the truth, we're going to believe what, what we've learned, like you said. So, you know, we really, it's almost reprogramming, but that's Romans 12 too. be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And, and that that's on the header of my website. It's in your book. I mean, we know the power of, of truth and light, and we really want you guys having it. Okay. So then let's go ahead and let's look at 
things that you want to impress upon people. So you have people, um, my, my listening audience, I should have sent you the, the numbers and where they're from, but um, many countries and thousands of people um, in replay millions. So you need to be thinking, okay, you know, all different folks. And if there's some message that you really want to make sure that you leave people with, inspire them with, what would that be? Mm. Well, you know, I, I know that I want them to know how much God loves them and that there is nothing that they have ever done that they are doing or that they ever could do that is greater than his love for them. Because in Romans, it even tells us that his grace super abounds towards us. That means that his grace in his love for us is greater than anything we have ever done. And, um, you know, you just you, you made me think, Nikki, when you were talking earlier about how we want, you know, to be in that fellowship with, with others. And so, you know, that fellowship, sometimes that shame will keep us out of fellowship. And so we think, well, all these other believers and they're walking and they don't do, they've never done what I've done. And so we are kept out of fellowship. And so that's also a lie. I want to tell you that, you know, we have to know that the enemy wants to keep us out of fellowship. And so he wants us to think that what we've done is so much worse than anything anyone else has done. And that we would never, we should never tell anybody because you know what they're going to think about us. Oh my gosh, they're going to cast us out. But I want everybody that the Lord has told me to share what I have done has, has only loved me where I'm at. And so that's believers, that's people in the church. So they're not, they're not going to condemn you. So you can, it's, it's a safe place mm-hmm. to be with other believers. And so I want them to know about God's love for them and to not allow that shame to keep them out of fellowship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, we, you probably have this too. Uh, periodically, I'll have people that bring up to me that their church makes them feel condemned. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at times, Sometimes, not very often, but sometimes we're not in the right church. And that shouldn't be the church's message. But sometimes it's a person's message and it isn't the congregation's. Yeah. And, and that's a really beautiful place to be because can you imagine the power of God that you are working through someone if you can be a witness to them and turn around and not judge them as they judge you? Because we have to remember your decisions and, and, and how you treated yourself and looked at yourself were based off of what you knew about yourself at that time. Same with them. We don't know what everyone's hiding in them and, um, and dealing with. And, and, but, but ultimately, um, you know, the congregations and the churches are there for us and they're really going to help us. Okay. And then also, uh, I want us to just kind of highlight some of these things that we think as, as we head out, we're, we're only down to about three minutes now, but if we, you and I can just sort of, I did this once before someone else kind of tennis match this mm-hmm. and, um, I'll just share one thing that I know what can help with bring you closer to Christ and you share one thing and we'll go back and forth. Thing was Daphne. All right. So I'm going to first say um, the first thing if I had to choose, I would love to say the word, but I just feel like new believers maybe might not go straight to there. So I'm going to go with um, reaching out, um, telling your story to somebody. So um, dare to share your story with someone um, 
I doubt. I doubt they're going to um, poo-poo on you. If they do, they, they've got the issue. Pray for them and move on and say it again. But reach out and tell, share your story. Okay, what are you going to do? Um, I'm going to say we can always call out to God. So even if you don't know him, call out yeah. to him. Say, you know, where are you? Let me see you. Let, you know, just... Um, let him reveal himself. That's his desire. So I know that if you call out to him, with good to see him, he'll 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 reveal himself to you. Yeah, I love how she said, "With an open heart, with all your heart." Those are the verses over and over again. With all your heart, seek me. Um, okay, so I'm going to give you one verse to think on: Philippians four eight. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is praiseworthy, whatever is excellent. Think about these things. Transform your mind. So. It, so think on those things. And if something comes to your mind that is not in alignment with that, um, say in the name of Jesus, leave because it's not from God. It's from Satan. And we don't need to listen to that one more. And we have about 30 seconds for me to close. Oh, my gosh. That was yours. Oh, my gosh. Um, 30 seconds. Um, oh, no. Um, it's all good. Yeah. I think just fellowship, even a good book, read a good book. How about Elle's book? (laughs) All right. All right. We are getting ready to close. Come back on the questions and answers. I have two awesome, awesome emails. Somebody may dial in as well. We'll take your calls if they do, but come back after the break. Elle's coming back with us on living life within the sweet spot. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com We give all we have to our work, pushing ourselves to be a success. We go the extra mile for our children, giving them every shot at life. We run from one activity to the next, rarely enjoying a meal together. And it's threatening our families, relationships, bodies, and our future. Author, coach, and speaker, Nikki Klegel, developed a proven process for navigating through this life with joy, success, and energy by partnering with God every step of the way. Nikki offers guidance for life purpose, positive self-esteem, successful goal setting, success after setbacks, gaining forgiveness, freedom, and accepting abundance are attainable. This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiKlegel.com. That's NikkiKlegel.com. What makes someone successful in their field? On Transformational Energy Leadership, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey speaks to amazing guests who share their ideas, advice, tips, and tricks as to what defines success for them. The result is positive transformation for you. You'll learn that personal energy is the key to make it work, and you'll hear through actual examples how to bring that positive transformation to life. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Klegel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to Nikki 
at NikkiKlegel.com. Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Nikki with Living Within the Sweet Spot. I am so happy you are back with us. And Elle has returned with us as well. And so we are getting ready to do our question and answer. Thank you, Elle, for coming back. Oh, well, thank you. This is fun. This is the fun part. I really like this. And some of these people I connect with, but just for the listeners. So I I think I have 150, close to 200 emails. I just put them in a file. Um, I've read every one of them, you guys. And, And then I choose the ones that I think fit really well. So the first one is Karen. Um, Karen had two abortions and she's in constant guilt. Um, she says, I block it out and <laughs> I block it out and then it comes back. Um, she says, I wanted many children and I barely have one. So I don't know more. Um, it is my payment, mm. what she says. And then it keeps me from being all that I can be for my one child I do have. All right. So. I love you, Karen. I'm so sorry that you feel this way, and um, and that's not the, the that's not what you want to hear anyway, probably. Um, but just know that I I just love you, and so the thing is, um, you don't need to be living here, and you probably know that. You just don't know how to really get on the other side. Yeah. And so I'm going to bring up just a few things, and then I really want to get to L because. She, she's going to have insight. I don't. Um, but first of all, I just want to say one word, and it's grace. So you don't have to do a thing. Um, it's been done. And it was done for one reason, out of love. And you have grace that's been given to you. But you have to give yourself grace. So Jesus has already done it. But you got to do it yourself. And so um, give yourself the same amount of grace. All right. So the next thing is then consequences. So you mentioned the word, I think I'm, it's payment or I'm getting paid back for what I did. And um, that's the world. So it's an indicator when we're living in Christ or when we're living in the world. So the world has cause and effect. So God is going to constantly be teaching you and growing you even out of those consequences, but they're worldly consequences of what we've done. And, um, and God doesn't punish you that way he teaches you through your your consequences through the hard things as you're growing he's going to be there to teach you and you got to latch on to him and, and use it and stuff and then awareness you have awareness you know what this is the first thing this is the first thing in really getting some healing and growth so thinking on that philippians 4 8 you know recognizing which are the things that are on the flip side of god um, you know, so so being really mindful, but you have this awareness and that's such a good gift. You didn't get necessarily on the email and say, I'm a schmuck. I did this. You're not, it's not, you're somewhere in between. And, and we just want to help you get through to that next place. And then um, there's a printout. I want you to go to it and print it off and keep it. Um, head to my podcast, probably on Elle's, I'm sure she's got, um, she does vi- vlogging. So instead of vlogs, she'll video. And so there's a lot of healing and growth for free. Get to both of our Facebook pages for free. Get fed with truth and light. Um, and then the last thing is um, 
Well, I put keep return. I have no idea what that means. That was in my notes. So figure it out. <laughs> um, Elle, let's go ahead and, and hear what you have to say about this. That the enemy came after I had um, a miscarriage. The enemy came and whispered in my ear that this was the punishment that I was to receive because of what I had done. So the enemy, the Satan, does not come up with anything new to torment us for the this, this choices we've made. But that was from the pit of hell. And, um, and so I, I totally understand, but we need to know the truth is, is that Jesus, it says in the word of God that Jesus took our punishment on the cross. So we are never punished the punishment that we deserve. I, I deserved it for what I had done, but Jesus took it for me on the cross. That's the truth. And sometimes it doesn't feel like that, but we have to grab hold of the truth and keep on speaking that truth, speaking the word that says now there's no condemnation and Jesus took my punishment, you know, find those scriptures and speak that every time that feeling comes to you and allow the word of God to infiltrate those, the, that feeling because feeling is not always truth. And so we have to grab hold of the truth to overcome those feelings. So I know that there is healing for you. I, I fully um, believe in post-abortive Bible studies. Get yourself in one. There's been, I've, I've led some and they truly bring you through healing, take you through the process of healing your heart and being healed in those places. So don't, don't, don't walk away and know that that is not the Lord speaking that to you. Mm-hmm. You are not, the, there is no punishment for you in this. Christ took your punishment. And I have, and, and Nikki said that I have teachings and I have a video teaching on um, being fully known and fully loved on the Samaritan woman and how Jesus came and met her at the well and she was completely set free. So I know that Jesus has this for you. Yeah, Elle, um, so I don't always do this, but when it fits so well, so help them know how they can get to that because that's free, right? Yeah, it's a free video teaching. It's on my website, um, lunlimited.com. And Christy did post that for people okay. on Facebook. And it's also been on my Facebook business page, L Stallhut Retzel L Unlimited. And it's just a free video download Um so it's, I think it's very powerful. It was a revelation that the Lord gave to me, and I just wanted people to have it. Yeah, I want people to have it too. All right. Um, so now let's go ahead and get to the next question. Although um, I still am feeling nudged, um, Karen, I, I, just, I just want you to know that with everything, all truth that there is, you are absolutely freed of this, and I just want you to step into it. Get yourself around whatever you can so that you can start living in the fullness of Christ. And I love how L said, you know, he died on the cross for you. He took, he took the blame for us. He took the, the cost of it for us. So, okay, let's go ahead. And Jenny. Jenny is our next caller, and um, she sent an email, and she says that her story is a little different, but I think really fitting. So she, uh, I lost my kids from poor choices. I'm reading the email. Um, Bad relationships, an abusive home, and then I went to abusive men, and I eventually turned to drugs. Now we are doing great, and we are all together. I have my children back. We are in a church, etc., but I wonder if I hold myself back from excellence. So you talked about God, the God of impossible all the time, and you had a series on dream big. I have such a hard time believing that it is possible, possible to heal enough 
and to get back to the yeses of God. Um, Isn't it horrible to think that uh, my impossible might be just simply to not be living in that place? So I think she writes so, so insightful and deep. So, So what I think, Jenny, is you do get it. Like even to be able to articulate an email like this, um, means that you've had that, the seed is in you. Um, a lot of people we have to work with, both of us coach people just to get them, hi, Farrah, nice seeing you, just to get them to the place where um, where they even know that this is possible. They don't know that there's something more than just okay. So basically, Jenny's gotten to this place where she got the healing that she needed, and she sort of feels like grateful that she's got her kids back, that they're in a church, and they love each other, and things are good. But now, this is what God does. Now He wants more for you. This is how it works, and you need to step into it, and you need to surrender your falsehoods. And your falsehoods are that this is good enough. God has a great story for you. He has written things for you. Elle and I and two other women, um, Vicki and Teresa, we have this program where we help people really step into this huge story that's waiting for them. And that's where you're at. So um, Elle, share with us a little bit about how, you know, she's had these past setbacks. She's let God work in them, but yet something's holding her back from really going in further. And she wants it. You can hear it. Yeah, and I, I I do love that, that she knows that there's more. And I feel that that's the Holy Spirit telling her that there's more. Mm-hmm. And so if he's nudging you that way, then, then there is. He doesn't reveal those things unless he has it for us. But I feel that there's probably the shame so many times that we've walked through things that tell us that we're not worthy, that, you know, there isn't anything more. And um, this is this is all I've got. So that's, that's telling you you can't have because of the so I want to encourage you to continue to seek after him and don't let go. And that's the experience of God's love for me that I had. It. I talk about it in my book is that I knew that his love would come and heal every area of my heart that was hurting from what I had done. And I didn't let go until I experienced it. And sometimes we have to be just like the woman of the issue of the blood. She went and grabbed hold of the Lord's gown and didn't let go until she received her healing. I encourage you, sweetie, to go and go to Jesus and don't let go and know that it's yours. Know that that healing and being set free is yours. And I praise God for the restoration in your life. I praise him for what he's already done, but he sees everything through to completion. This is mm-hmm. Nikki, I know that's right. He doesn't leave you just halfway. He does everything to the fullness so don't let go keep going after connect with nikki connect with me just you know people who know that there's more yeah 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 that's great you kind of got on your soapbox there man i love it when you do that (laughs) all right so now um so i'm gonna i was just gonna let you go so now i want to talk about this this idea of dreaming and Elle knows that i had a huge hang up on dreaming like i felt like it was almost selfish to want some greatness or something. I just felt like you just work your tail off and you do good work and that's that's what you should do. Um, and just stepping into the idea that, you know, part of your gift from God is blessings. Um, remember, there are fruits of the Spirit 
And when you let the Holy Spirit in you, you get all these these blessings. No, they're not all material and, and all these things, but there are some really awesome, awesome blessings waiting for you. Um, peace that you never thought you could have. Joy that it makes you overflow. All these different things. One of my favorite and the very last listed is self-control. What a blessing. Self-control. But what I want, what I want to talk about is um is flipping your mind maybe a little bit to responsibility. So like almost the story of the talents, as God gives you something a little bit, then you try to use that and then you get a little more. And then you try to use that wisely and you get a little more. And he doesn't want you to get what he's given you and then just tuck it away. And sometimes I wonder if that might be what hold, hold held me back, could be holding you back. But anyone listening, just sort of think on this a minute, you know, has he gotten you to a certain place and you're limiting God? You know, so I say step into dare to have a little hope. Let a seed be planted in you because he does have plans for you. And as you use those, it's going to be even more and it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's what we want. You're also going to be able to reach more people. Okay. I said responsibility because I want you to think about those that this, let's see, this children, it does, it says my kids, it doesn't say how many, but, oh, what if your kids well, not what if. Um, think of what your kids are going to do in their life, Jenny. Think of what God has planned for them. And think of all that you can do as you step into the fullness that Christ has for you and your children and you start teaching them to believe this way and to live this way. I have a girlfriend, Christy Vandervoort. Christy Vandervoort, a shout out for you. She breathes life into her kids. I wish I had met her, um, you know, way early in my life uh, because I kind of had to play catch up here. You know, I would say prayers when they were in trouble. I wouldn't understand the power of um, praying over them, all the goodness that God has to offer. But God has that for you too. start praying life, God's greatness over your own life and theirs, because, man, he's waiting to be activated. He's there with all this stuff. It's just waiting to be activated. All right. Do you have any final thoughts? We're down to two minutes, L, that we can like leave these people with. Oh. Well, you know, sometimes we can hear all this and go, yeah, that's really great, but is it really for me? And even after we keep on saying it's, it's, you know, it is for you, I just want you to know, don't let those thoughts creep in. It is for you. And God loves you so deeply, so passionately. Don't ever walk away from that, but keep on pressing in for more. There's always more. That's what I love. You know, there's always more. There is always more. Every single person listening, like sometimes when I stop out of our, our talks and I just think about the people listening. Honestly, all of you listening right now, um, God is waiting to do great things in your life and he's waiting to restore you. And there's so much power. Um, Tap into it through love. We are down to less than a minute. You guys come back next week on Living Life Within the Sweet Spot. I am so grateful for Elle being here with us today. Quickly say how they can get to your website and we'll sign off. Um, You can get to me at lunlimited.com. All right. Jump on over. Yes. Thank you, everyone. We will see you next week on Living Life Within the Sweet Spot. Thank you for tuning into Living Within the Sweet Spot. 
Please join your host, Nikki Klegel, next Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until our next program, invite abundance into your life and live a happier, fuller, and more successful life than ever before.